0: 139 as we continue in our worship, we will be from Psalm 139 starting at verse 13. And we'll be at a story if you didn't bring your Bible to you. That's where it says to us, for you formed my inward parts, you knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works, my team knows it very well. My frame was not hidden when I was being made to you, interested in the involvement in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed suffering. And your whole grace every one of them. For they were so for me, when it was there was none of them. How precious you are your thoughts, O oh God, how bad do you trouble them? If I would count them, they are running the sand. I await, and I am still with you. Let's
1: continue worshiping.
0: Wow, thank you very much. I'm I'm that we stand for four years <coughs> so aware of our central so where, father, we, we ask the new it the the father not to ourselves Father, that we, as individuals and as a congregation, desire more than anything else, not pleasure and comfort, and desire to reach those about us. And to be prayed, Father, you will be working in our hearts and our lives. Father, if we look at Psalm 139, what we ask, Father, in your spirit. To work in and through me, as I speak, Father, to be working in our lives. Lord, we will take in your life, Lord. We pray you in Jesus' name. Amen. To continue our series today, everyday faith as we look at this song, this is Psalms and Proverbs. Psalm 139 is often called the crown of all Psalms. It's one of those reflective songs that looks at God and who he is, making up with his confessatory request mm-hmm. by David. And They come to live with 88 years ago. When I came to life, I shared with him a hundred life out of uh, drugs and alcohol. I don't know if I shared with you the reason I turned to drugs into alcohol. I grew up in a home where I was loved, but I grew up never seeing in value in myself. I looked around and I saw my brothers, I saw their strength. I didn't see in myself the things that they had. Of course, like always, amongst brothers, there's that fighting and interacting together, And so for me, as I grew older, I, I turned to, to alcohol, to drugs. But I remember coming to Christ, and I remember finding Psalm 139, and a passage that was read there, 13 through 18, I was reminded of who I am. Who made me, who created me. Because I interact with people, I know so much that as we come to Christ, we come with so much hurt in our lives. So often, sometimes there are questions in our lives of who am I, why am I here, where am I going? These critical questions about life run through our minds, and allow them, they can haunt us. Or all of us? Do I matter? Do I really matter? Does my life have a purpose? And if God exists, does He know that I exist? And He knows that I exist. Does He care? Does He care? Psalm 139 answers these questions. With definite yes, he cares and he knows and he loves us. Psalm 139 answers in such a way that we see who God is. It divides into four sections. King David, the author, declares first that God knows everything about him, verses one through six. Then he ponders our oh, inescapable God. Verses seven through twelve. Then, in the third section, thirteen through eighteen, he contemplates his God, who, has spiritually and wonderfully made him, even shaping the days of his life, even before he was in his mom's womb. And finally, that section nineteen through twenty-four, which oftentimes is the this preached. They leave it off. Because it begins with the oh Lord slay the wicked. But we'll see that that section really points the fact that we should be living holy lives, because of who our God is having reflected on that. David uses such personal terms in talking about God. He doesn't just say that God is omniscient, but he knows. <coughs> but he says he knows me he knows me he speaks in intimate terms God is not God without being a character person characterized by infinite and absolute intelligence and power and presence and hopeless can all know wrong ideas about God all no doubt will lead to wrong ideas about who we are. And such wrong thinking can actually lead to wrong decisions, which in the end lead to wrong passages. We need to know who God is so that we can know who we are. John Calvin wrote that almost all mental exists for two parts. The knowledge of God of ourselves. What then does Psalm 139 teach us about God and about ourselves as his creation? That we must know and never, ever forget. The first, if we look at verse 6, verses, God is seen by David with such awe. He sees God as a personalized, intimate knowledge of God. Let's look at verses 1 through 6. O Lord, you have searched me and done me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You discern my cross, my heart. You search me out. You search my path out. My life down, and acquaint with all my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue. Behold, O Lord, you know it altogether. You hear me again behind me and before, later he had me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. I, I can't think. His This first section of David, he declares that God knows all of us. God is able to look into your soul, and my soul, and he sees us. He's never surprised, he's never caught off guard, he never said, boy, I didn't say that coming. These six verses, receive see such powerful verbs. You have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down when I rise up. You discern my thoughts. You search out my path and are acquainted with all my ways. You know all You have him, me, In this section, we see God, David, rather, gives us. Four ways in which God knows us. First, He knows our hearts. He knows our hearts. First one, O Lord, you have searched me and not me. As wrote, the Lord knows us as if He had examined us in our flying into the most secret corners of our being. God knows us, the ocean he my character. This can be comforting or it can be a victim. Comforting is a walking with God. So victim is not. But God knows inside and out. He knows this way. And all of us, at all times, want to be known exotiously and intimately in the way that God knows us eyes to the times when we want to push away from God from others. But nothing escapes God's eyes. Our hearts, our souls, our mind, our open books before God. For not only does God know our heart, but he knows our actions, verse two and three. You know I said now. Search out my path, lying my down and acquainted with all the ways. When you get the morning, when you leave the fact that God knows you that He is aware that you're getting up. He knows you walk out the door, go to work, or go to school. He knows all our actions. He knows our conduct. He even knows our attitude behind our actions, he says, you understand and discern my thoughts, and my thoughts. Every idea, every emotion, feeling, thought, anxious moment is known by God. Again, he knows not only what I do, but he knows why I do it. Sometimes we don't know, sometimes why we do what we do. Hearts are deceptive, and Jeremiah 17 9 says that the human heart is the most deceptive of all things and desperately wicked. Who knows really how bad it is? We can never fool God. We can fool ourselves and we can fool others, but we can never fool God. He knows our hearts, He knows our actions. In verse 4, we say that He knows our words. Even though even before, word is on my tongue, or you know it altogether. You look at translation says, you know what I'm going to say. Even before I say it, think about it. Think about it. Our God, in heaven, knows what we're going to say even before we say it. He's never far apart. Now you and I can say things sometimes and regret or it we said. We can say, "Oh, I was surprised because I didn't mean say that." I'm sorry. But God has never part of our heart. He's never surprised at what we say. God knows our hearts. He knows our actions. He knows our words even before we say them. In verse five or six, He knows our destiny. Verse five, and six. You know me in before and behind the before. You laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. God knows of that. In fact, He has surrounded us. He has hemmed us in. We are sometimes enveloped, or always enveloped, enclosed. His loving care. Sometimes we don't like that, do we? We don't want him to be so close to us, but we can't turn back and run away from him because he's behind us. We can't run ahead because he is there in front of us. Scripture says that sometimes he not only. He holds us in a loving way, but he besets us. Here is the one on the i make my best, and she'll your head. If I take the wings of the morning, and I reference to the east, of the morning, and travel the other parts of the sea to the west, and saying, that amen." Even there, your hand shall lead me, and your right hand shall hold me. This we were a busy family in Louisiana and picked a great niece named Arthur. Two years old. Cheerful a raffle. Catch her, take a blanket a up. All seem be beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. and her a up. It all to She'd be she just knew nobody would see. break For the ghosts, we know, we know we can hide from another person under covers. But maybe can we hide under covers from God? He's is He is everywhere, even under covers. God is with me wherever I go. Verses seven. Where shall I go from your spirit? Where shall I flee from your presence? These two remarkable questions appear to clearly answer. Nowhere. There's nowhere you go from God's presence. Verses 8 and 9, the psalmist continues to make this point. And he says, if I send it up, you're there. Uh, You know, think, go highest, high as you can to heaven. You're there. If I go and make an abed, you're there goes on. It says, I take the wings in the morning wherever rest to the east and there. Head to the west, you're there. Verse 10 provides a conclusion to this whole thing. Verse 10 says, even there your hand shall lead me. And your right hand shall hold me. You see, God's presence shall lead us in this direction of life. And your right hand shall hold me and protect us. It is a life. When we see me, we go in a different direction. God will say, Love me. So, says that I say, surely the darkness shall call the me. The light about me, the night. Even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is light as death. The darkness is light. We turn off the lights. We pull down the drapes. We close the blinds. We put those covers over my head, In darkness may conceal us from another person. They never concealed us from God. When we shut that door, shutting out the sunshine, shutting out the light, we can't hide our feelings, our thoughts, our attitudes. No lust It's the secret. God sees it all. Knows our place. He's present. With our hearts on the natural things. With our hands on the act. We turn on the sun. We turn on the lights. We'll never shut down. One commentator wrote, seek to flee God's presence is applied into the center of the fire in order to escape the heat. Get that? To seek to flee God's presence is applied into the center of the fire in order to escape the heat. evil. One words. This work. But God's omnipresence flagged the wicked. Should us as believers. David was in awe of God's infinite knowledge. He pondered this inseparable God who was everywhere, his personal guide and protector. In third section, verses 13 through 18, David not in place this mighty God who made him, he even shaking his days before he was his Jeremiah 24:5 says, Before I call you, before I call you Before I call, you. Before I call you. the words we use, both our hearts, who we are, our passions. six hours. We're we'll on a farm We'll work outside. My brother's standing very well. They are be born. My skin? Turn red. Mm-hmm. I grew on a farm. I never would care to be a farm. Wouldn't we want to take care of the cows we'll and the brain and I feed them? I didn't care a whole lot about having a garden. My brothers loved brother. it. They could take an engine and tear it apart. They could well. They do a lot of things. I care you did care for doing those things. And I wasn't very good at doing those things. You know what I'm going to I, love I'm water and I was I, for some reason, I love to good. I want to see I loved to see I want to I loved to I loved to I to my husband not to think Don't compare yourself to other people. God has gifted you to be you. Be when God make you to be. He gave you those inner desires. He gave you your heart. He gave you the sign. It's not very long. Short of the I still get from any Jew hard time because that is a full head call It's okay. okay. God, in His wisdom, made people of us. We're spiritually, wonderfully made. Let's just a such is a things about the body. Your jug dogs supply bacterifying wood to protect your eyes from the The tears of ice area comes differ from the tears of sadness, which is gained 24% more work. One square inch of your stand has 625 plants, 19 feet above that hole. 19,000 6 cells working in coordination with your mind. It maintains your body temperature of 98 muscles. We have over 200 bones, more than 500 muscles connect those bones, and they all work together The heart muscle beats over 103,000. Pumping your blood, so a distance of 168 million miles. Feel, fearful, wonderful. Not only did God form my mind, he foretold my life. In verses 16 through 8, your eyes saw my unformed substance, and the your books were written. Every one of them, the days that were formed for me, when yet there was none of them. Some question to me or your thoughts of God, how vast did the song, if I without them, they are more than the same. I awake, I'm with you. But God saw you in that moment of perception, the his unborn substance. And in fact, he set in place the days this doesn't mean we don't have freedom to make us but we see God in a knowing our lives giving direction to us. God had a plan for David. God has a plan to be for us. Verse 17, 18, David says you're thinking to me down you know, to us to be on this other I'm the last detail. It's still so very pleasant. The vastness and greatness of their totality is more than the brain's sleep. I'm trying to mount them in softness, and I fall asleep. And yet, when I wake, do that. Some scholars would say that the brain's when I wake is not just waking up from sleeping, it's waking up from death. Up in death and in presence. <coughs> if so, God is with us in our beginning. From our beginning in our mom's womb, to the very end of the verse, on into eternity. The believer who knows Jesus Christ as Savior closes his eyes in one moment and awaits the presence of Jesus, his maker and Savior. The God who made him The God who saved him. The God who gave him life on earth is the God who gave him eternal life. Look at these three sections and see the reflection of all. We know the details of our lives. God is unstable. God created us. And then, verse 14, all of a sudden, this time is placed into, all oh, the people were slave right? it's almost like, what is this going yeah. I think we see this yeah. passage. It says, the reflection on all of thing, who God is, three, four, three, four. Let's look at the first, three verses there. Matthew 22. You will sway the wicked, O God. O men of blood, depart from me. They speak against you with malicious intent. You enemies who take your name in vain. Do do I not hate those who hate you, Lord? Do I not love those who rise up against you? I hate them with a complete peace. I count them in my name. Our God is. A great God. He's a good God. He's a just God. A righteous God. A holy God. And nobody is beyond his knowledge. His presence. His power. David asked him to do it. At the same time, he thinks about the like verses right um, where he says, by the way, Lord, um, first thing now, on my part. He's thinking about, and might, there's been so much written about this passage. People tend to stay away from it, as I said. David's not looking down on those it. Prayer prayer, Timothy, will to he calls wicked. He's well aware of his tendency will see the sin also. But in this prayer, we see two things. Wholeness means living apart from the wicked. Two, wholeness means living open from God. First, always oh, means leaving the heart and the wicked. David says I hate them with a quick paper. That can be translated perfect paper. Because the idea of a perfect paper by God, it doesn't perfect paper. Sounds more of sin than virtue. Sometimes go around idea of love. Is sentimental and maybe mm-hmm. Proverbs 8 13 says, To fear the Lord is to hate evil. We can't love God well and be complacent about sin. I know, the as people talk to me, I know that some of us who have a hard time loving our enemies, and, and then you're thinking. How well, that? Notice. Notice he doesn't say to God, why would you like me slave? Who's would you, you like me slay? He didn't say that. You see, he recognizes that vengeance is God's. He couldn't do it. So, so he isn't saying, Lord, let me handle this. I, I can do it. Rather well, he's saying, Lord, the wicked of your problem? What is now? Or in the clean We see why he does that. We see first that these people are God's enemies. In verse 19, he calls them the wicked. Verse 19b, there are men of bloodshed, murders. Verse 20, they're your enemies, God. Verse 21, they're those who hate you, those who laugh at the tension. And finally, in verse 22, he says, because they're your enemies, I count them. These men were evil in action, in their words, in their agendas, because they were God's enemies. They were. They, they weren't perfectly generated. Weren't. These people were using God's name when people were designed. They weren't moderate, passive, close to the Lord. They weren't. They were unashamed. Table, open, belated, the signs of God. Going back to that perfect hatred, he said, if there is something: a thing as perfect hatred it would never have been right. It would be perfect to the extent that it would not, but it would, would exclude simple attitudes of malice, and envy, and bitterness, and other attributes of, the palace, the <laughs> and of an attribute only association. Jude 22 and 23 says, we must show so merciful to those whose faith is waver, and others, by snatching them from the wings of God. So merciful, filled to others. but do so caution, hating the sins of the families of God. The enemy. On David's part, this is no perfect in who would, do you'd such findings as much to God, to realize all intentions sin, remember that God is in the and take care of sin. The holiness of is living before God. It's also happening to this. It says, certainly, O God, we Certainly, God, Certain about I We need in the house of in the what take away And the third one, from the moment they're conceived to see the last breath of life. There's no such thing as fate or luck or coincidence. it so, easy for the future, for the what you said, 'Walk a to use those words, in charge, walk from that old coincidence, if this happened, or this person showed up. See, God is always in this world. People show in our lives for we purpose of the world. And, oh. okay. and the third and wonderful lady, an awesome wonderful He knows you. is know with me forever and the